1: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you again on Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday this time for another head coach Mike Tomlin press conference recap. Boy, it's nice to be back to Tuesday, not just because the press conference was on Tuesday this week because it was Monday last week, short week, all that miserable stuff, but it ultimately it's that it's moving on to the next game. I am ready to move on to the next game. That's the problem with Thursday night football is when a team is not victorious, you have to sit on that even longer. So the Steelers had to sit on this loss for a long time. And uh, hopefully they, they uh, really had to to... to to take in what they need to do in order to to get this going just a little bit more crisp in order to to pull out these games. But Coach Tom, we got a lot to talk about. So let's just dive into it. But Coach Tom had started off by talking about, you know, Cam, Cam's kindness week. That's Cam Hayward and 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 a thing that he's doing this week. Um, in the community, uh, Coach Tomlin was wearing the Cam's Kindness t-shirt. He was supporting Cam in that way, talked about it a little bit. Uh, Coach Tomlin talked about Thursday night football, and he, <laughs> he, I feel him here. He says it is what it is. Um, that is Thursday night football. The best thing about the Steelers and Thursday night football, in my opinion, is this. It's over. They don't have to do it again this season. So um, that's, that's on, on the plus side. So what Coach Tallman said was that they they didn't get off the field on defense. That was the biggest thing, is that they didn't get off the field on defense. Now some could turn around and say, well, if you didn't, if your defense wasn't able to come back on the field so much, that's true as well. But he specifically brought up getting off the field on defense. He said that Nick Chubb controlled the second half, um, and he said that we didn't. And he said when he means we, he means all elements. He's not just talking about the defense stopping him. He's talking about the offense holding onto the ball for a longer period of time to keep Chubb on the sidelines and the special teams making any kind of splash plays. That uh, as a whole, as a whole team, all the elements, they did not do that. Um, He says on Thursday night football, the loser is usually the team who plays the most defensive snaps, and they did that. The Steelers did. So that's – he – one of the things he said is is really how it goes now we all know how that works is the is the reason you have the most defensive snaps is probably because you're losing the game that's and that but that's the point um he said that they used their mini buy to look at a lot of things with the collective um with the extra time over the weekend so we moved on to talk about the jets um he said they're excited to be home for week 4 um he talked about their quarterback questions he says they know joe you know, they know, they know Joe Flacco and he's been playing well, doing those things. And then he talked about Wilson um, possibly coming back this week. He says that's where the unknowns come in with him. Um, their mobility is the biggest difference that he noted between the two of them. He talked about their uh, wide receiver tandem and how consistent they are. He talked about the wide receiver. Wilson um, is, is energizing and he says uh, how their tight ends are versatile and, um, one of them, their Steelers are very familiar with. That came over from Cincinnati, the the Uzuma or however you say that. Um, he talked about their defense, and the main thing he talked about several times was how solid they are on the inside up front, like in the middle of their defensive line, and then the line, their the the middle of their linebacking core. That um, and the fact he brought it up a couple times means that they're probably. That They're probably really taking that into account. Um, but he said that their defense is good on all levels. Talked a little bit about Sauce Gardner, but he was asked a question about him later, so I'll save it until then. He Then, th- this is some of the bigger news stuff here. Um, the health standpoint of the Steelers. He says, you know, um, Akilah Witherspoon, he left the game with a hamstring. He's still dealing with that, see what the week holds. Says that this was something that was not on anyone's radar. Minka Fitzpatrick is in the concussion protocol. Apparently he reported symptoms after the game um, and has been in the protocol ever since. He's got to move through that protocol. We'll see how that goes this week. Um, He was asked about that later. So we'll, we'll we'll bring that up a little bit more. Kevin Dotson is dealing with an ankle. I think he's been dealing with it for a while. Um, Said he could be hindered early in the week. Keep an eye on that. And, here was something that came out from uh, Jerry Dulock just before the press conference. We had the article on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all the Pittsburgh Steelers, about Presley Harvin, that he he was dealing with an injury. The report from Dulock is that the Steelers are looking to sign Jordan Berry to the practice squad. I know Jeff Hartman's loving that one right now. I forced him to write that article just because, uh, I had just done the one about, uh, that we'll talk about here very shortly about an up, a change in the depth chart. Um, and so I had Jeff do that one for those of you that don't realize that's, uh, that's Jeff Hartman's favorite player, uh, his infamous weasel boy that he likes to call him, um, that all, he, he always finds his way back somehow, is what Jeff says. But um, with Preston-Harvard, it's, it was hip discomfort after the game. That makes sense to get a, go ahead and get a punter in for the week on the practice squad. Make that decision on Saturday if you're going to have to elevate him. Um, but that's that's another thing that they're that, that they're looking at. Then he opened it up um, to questions um, that um, talk about, you know, improvements Coach, Coach was asked about. And he's like, they've got to improve everything. You know, but what he was saying is is that they they have been improving every outing. They just haven't won the last two. That he still sees the improvement and the progression of the team. It just hasn't been on, on in enough to to give them a victory. And I, I I have to agree with that. That when you look at the offense and the defense, now the splash plays haven't come as much in the in the last two games. They did the first game, but when you just took about look at the play in play out other than, you know, being without someone like TJ Watt, especially on the offense, they're improved. They've been improving every game. It just doesn't mean that they're putting up massive points because of that improvement, but there, there are things in there to look at. So he's saying the improvement's good, but it's not good enough because they're not winning. Um, talked about, you know, maybe the frustrations going on with, with some of the stuff, with some of the players on offense or in general, he's like, we're not winning. You know, you you want people to be a little bit uneasy when they're not winning. I guess I guess that's the uncomfortable that Coach Tom likes to talk about. Um, here here was a big one. He was asked about um, Montrevis Adams because he is now listed as the starter at nose tackle on the New Steelers depth chart that comes out in the media release before the press conference uh, that they have Adams 1 and alu 2. He was asked about that, and he said – He's just, He said he's been player, playing better than Tyson. Um, there's another question about him later that will bring up something else. Um, he was asked a question about Mitch Trubisky. Um, didn't really say – he said a lot of words but didn't really say much of anything. So I'm not really ha- have anything to, to, to report on that one. Um, he was asked about the absence of T.J. Watt um, and, and covering for that. And Coach Tom's like, as he says all the time, I focus on what we got rather than think about what we've don't got. I think about what we've got here. That's what the focus is. Um, he was asked about the, the big difference in, in the time of possession and you know, the does that affect the, you know, the pace of the offense, you know, cause if, if you're really losing on time of possession, you want to come out and run, hurry up. You have a chance of giving the ball right back with hardly any time coming off the clock um but he's but coach Tomlin talked about pace he says that is a component of 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 what they're planning every every game of when to use pace when not and things of like that but also the the game dictations or the game situations dictate that a lot um he was asked if the inexperience of Zach Wilson if he plays this week um is going to play a factor coach tomlin said it's not really about his inexperience it's more about the steelers um Unfamiliarity with Wilson as much as anything. So it's not about how many games Wilson's played, it's how many times have the Steelers seen him, which is none. okay? Uh, asked again about Adams if he's a different style of nose tackle versus alo alo. and he said not significantly he um but he that Adams missed the preseason due to injury and now he's finally getting back and is playing very well. so that if you know players that play well or going to play is basically um, to summarize what he was meaning with all that. Um, he was asked about their third down failures. Um, he says there's lots of reasons. The question was specifically about offense, but I don't know that coach Tomlin took the question that way. Um, Cause he just talked about it in general. He says, you know, when you're on on the road, third down becomes much more difficult. Um, that's definitely an offensive thing, but there's just been a number of reasons uh, for what's going on on third down. Um who was asked about tuning out the noise, and what is that noise? Coach Tomlin didn't even hesitate. He's like, your questions. That's what he said to the media right there, that they're the noise. <laughs> um, and then it was asked, you know, Brooke Pryor followed it up asking about, oh, well, is it the fans wanting this or the fans wanting that? Is that part? He's like, no, our fans are not an issue. Our fans are great. Our fans care. Our fans are awesome. That's what Coach Tomlin's saying. Coach Tomlin's not talking about, about, you know, fan narratives. He's talking about media narratives. So he basically is saying, you know, because a lot of fans are going to kind of take what the media feeds them. And I, I kind of got to understand this a little bit. Although, you know, whether you call me a fan or media, I'm, I, you know, maybe I'm even considered both because I'm reporting about the Steelers. But I, I just found that very interesting. All right. Let, let's move on. Okay. Um, then he was asked, um, um, let's see. Oh, then here was the question about Sauce Gardner. Um, he was just about the things with him. He said like, he's talented, he's he's long, he can run, and he plays with confidence With some of the things that Coach Tom had mentioned about him. Um, then he was asked about using all areas of field. He says, you know, is that something they looked at over the mini-buy? And he said, you know, it's our intention to use all areas of the field, but that's not always the reality of it. So in other words – uh, I think that was a great answer for coach Tom saying, you know, we, we want to, sometimes we don't. And maybe that's a way of saying we need to, he didn't say that, but you could almost take it that way. Uh, then he was asked about, you know, changes happening over, over the bye. You know, they've made a change at nose tackle, but other changes. And he's like, he's open um, to what it takes to win, but they're not, going to just blow in the wind when it comes to their changes. So hold on, stay with me for just a minute. This was such a long press conference. I had multiple pages here. Um he says they are in the no blink business and it's they got a smile with evasive adversity. So he threw in as many Tomlinisms in that answer as he could. But it's it's they're in the no blink business. So you, you can't just get blown by a slight breeze, but when but when you need to do what's best for your team, you need to do what's best for your team. Um, that's something that I think we all need to keep in mind. That they're like, how can they not change this or change that? Some Jeff Hartman talked about it on Let's Ride. Change for the sake of change isn't beneficial. Don't change just to change. Um then okay. So then he was asked about the young guys. Um, um how do they learn, you know, to smile with the face of adversity? a uh, Coach Tom's like, well, we've got to show them, not by what we say, but by what we do. Um, was asked about the run defense. Um, is it is is it the defensive front that they that they're playing below the line? And he said, I'm just giving Cleveland credit that they played uh, very well, and that's something that he likes to do. Um, t- talking about um, running more on offense, he says the game circumstances will dictate that a lot, um, and th- it adds to that. But um, they're moving the right direction with their run game. Was asked about Jalen Warren, and he likes his trajectory. The question mentioned is fumble. Coach Tomlin did not mention it in his response. So I just thought that was interesting. Um, And that their, the run game, uh, the, 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 their trajectory, the trend that they're seeing, he's encouraged by the way it's going, um, whether it be the runners or the offensive line um, was asked about the loss of Minka. And he says, he's not ready to accept that as being a loss. He's, He's looking at that. To, they'll see how the week turns out if, if he'll be back from the protocol. Uh, Presley Harvin was asked if they're going to bring in some help, you know, because of the reports. And I love and, – and, and great, Coach Tomlin, the uh, only way he can do it, he's like, we'll see what the day holds. In other words, he's saying, look look for something later and see if that happens. Um was asked about Alex Highsmith and you know and him coming in and and the sacks and you know in his third season and he's like it's the natural maturation process. Um, he's had a lap around the track as a starter last year. He's like, you know, he, you know, he, he got the, he got good rotational play play in year one. Then with the, with the, with the departure of Dupree, he got that starting job and had a lap around there. And this is what he would expect him to progress, um, as he goes into year three and keep going. Um, two more questions. He was asked about, um, the Chooks of Corford jumping back on the defender, that's not what hurt that defender. I think he got hurt on the way down. Chooks just went back to quote unquote finish the block. But um that he coach Thomas said he just didn't see it. And I guess when they reviewed the tape, that's not something he focused on. Um, and then the final question was he was asked about the illegal man downfield call. And it said and asked, is like, is that something that's possible on a shovel pass? And Coach Thomas said. Well, evidently it is because it's the whole notion of the rule. I, I, just to give my own thoughts on that, by the letter of the rule that you could, the fact that they threw the flag, you can't say that that wasn't a penalty, but that's not something that the NFL usually calls on a pass like that. They usually give a little bit more grace on how far you could be downfield. A core four was a yard and a half to two yards downfield. The The rule technically says one, but they'll generally give you three. Um, it's not like college, where if you're throwing a ball behind the line of scrimmage, you can go as far downfield as you want. That's that's not how it works with the pros. But the difference is, it's one of those things that's frustrating when when official when officials allow players to mug each other in the passing game, like with, with the between receivers and secondary players all game, and then they turn around and call a ticky tack pass interference. Did what they call pass interference? Was it pass interference by rule? Yes. But if that's not what you're calling throughout the game, then that's not where you want to make that call. And they have not been calling what, what happened on that play, Illegal Man downfield. They haven't been calling that this season. I'll be honest with you. I, I, they they might not uh, – I don't know when they threw the flag. Did they throw the flag when he came back and dove on the guy and they didn't like that, so they said, we're going to call him downfield. I don't know. I'm not sure where the flag came out. But – that's the the way coach Cham is like, well, evidently it is that, um, possible to have a guy downfield on a, on a shovel pass. Um, I could see a little bit of frustration there that, um, you know, it, it happens so often in the NFL, but the one time you do it and have a game changing play that, you know, set set up inside the red zone, it gets called back for that reason. Um, I can see the frustration, but at the same time, you can't say that it, that it wasn't really a penalty. um, it's just not one that they call it, it's kind of like offensive holding you could you could almost call offensive holding on on any play it's when you it's when it's bad enough that the officials feel that it impeded the play to, to make it go troops of corford was not that far out so um it's not like it gave the steelers a huge advantage in that play Uh, so that's kind of his, his feeling on that, but that's, that's it. That's a wrap boy. That was a long one, but, um, it was, like I said, it's good to be back going towards a new game. Um, looking forward to week four. This is a big one for the Steelers. This is the only game, you know, in the during, you know, before the season started the only game in the first half of the season before the Steelers buy that they're actually favored, that they were actually favored before the season started. So this is one they need. They need this one. Um, because if, if you can't win the one you were supposed to win, that doesn't give a lot of confidence in the other seven. So uh, the Steelers are one and two. They need to get back to – got to get back to 500 before you can move ahead of 500. So it's a big one this Sunday, 1 o'clock, Ackershire Stadium in Pittsburgh. Um, make sure you're checking out com for all your Steelers information. Make sure you're checking out all the podcasts. They are coming at you in the normal schedule for a normal week. We'll have that for a while until we get thrown off with another – Maybe like a or like a primetime game, but we've got this down for a while. Um, thanks for the support. Thanks for checking us out. And as we always say to close these out, go Steelers.